Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode 506 at scavengerlife.com. I am going to take a chance on making myself be a fool on live radio. This is not live. (laughs) Pre-recorded, edited. (laughs) To make a public statement that makes me might sound like a fool. All right? Oh, I'm ready. I'm 100% ready (laughs) here. not the first time. (laughs) Right. We do not have the luxury of being mediocre. Nope. Look. (laughs) That sounds so douchey. (laughs) Yeah. But. No, it's true. It's true. Things we've been talking about this week. Yes. That kind of encapsulates. And this is is what I mean by that. I'm not trying to be like a a douche, but, um, (laughs) you know, because for us, it's just us, right? Like, it's our it's money, it's our ideas, it's our thing, whether it be our eBay business or rentals or anything we do. It's like, this is it. Like, good things take t- so much time and energy and resources that we just don't have the time to do something kind of half-ass. I mean, excuse my language. Sorry, anybody. But this language today. That's the best I can do at this moment, you know? Look, we do not have the luxury or the funds... Right. To do something and have it not right. work. Yeah. I mean, we... Right? Right. Because for us, like this coffee shop, you know, we okay. had like a vision of it, like a thought. Uh, uh, yes. A, a hazy dream, vision. A dream fart about it, you know, <laughs> where it's like, okay, let's let's make a coffee shop. We have a building. Okay. Like, it all makes sense. Yeah, it's very right, logical. Right. Great idea. And then you start pulling the pieces together. And then you're like, this is taking so much longer than I, than I thought it would. But I kind of knew. But, it, yeah, but when you're in it, you're like, oh, I forgot. This just takes a lot of time to do it right. That, yeah, we don't have the luxury for this to be kind of like half measures, you know? Right. Like, where it's kind of like, it's okay. Anyway, let's do the next thing because there, I just don't have that much energy to do something better next time. Like it has to be good now or else it's not worth doing. You know? I mean, our, our renovations for our rentals have been yeah. like that. It's the same thing. It takes much longer than you think. You know, you add all these details at the end because you want it to be right done right. Uh, forever, not Oh, in five years, we'll do more. No. I mean, thankfully, too, I, you know, I've said it before on here, like we could be documenting our failure. So that, that still has yet to be seen. But, you know, we also don't have the luxury of something going wrong. You know, right. like every project we do is like we're all in. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we mortgage the house. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. we're, we're all in here. I mean, if something goes wrong and it doesn't work. I mean, we're not, like, out on the streets and, like, you know, eating out of trash. We do that anyway. We do that Uh, that anyway. But it is, like, it would suck the energy out of us. And we'd be like, all right, let's just stop and just live a much simpler life. Right, which we could do. Um, Yeah. Like, this week we talked about how our cleaner was sick. So she had the flu. And so she's been sick all week and we were cleaning our rentals. Yeah. And there were a lot of cleanings that had to happen. And we did it together. I did a couple of them on my own. And when, when I was doing it, you know, we cleaned our 
our, our rentals for a couple of years by ourselves just because we did. And I mean, I thought like this could be a life we could do. It'd be it much could just, this simpler could just life. be it. Selling on eBay. Yeah. We have a couple of rentals. You, we, we clean three or four times a week. You know, it takes about two, three hours each time. Yep. It's just like much simpler. That's it. Right. We could also do that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to have those options, you know. Well, look, uh, I want to, comp- you know, some people listening might be like, well, how else would you do any of this? But we have met lots of people in the real estate industry or the small development industry, whatever, where they, what? Let's not talk about other people. I mean, I just... No, but I'm saying, I'm saying just there are other models of doing it sure. where you get investors right. and it's not your money to fail. True. Yes. You're so right. that's what I'm talking about gotcha. where you're like, well, it might fail, but like, I'm not out right. anything. Right. I mean, look, I think so. just, you know... What gets us out of bed is yeah. trying to make something of value. Yes. You know, it's whatever that may be. So, and we're, we're trying to make something real that will last, yeah. you know, into our, into our golden years. <laughs> and death. <laughs> and, you know, the point is to make something and grow it and make it better. Not just st- start something so we can flip it. Right, exactly. Sell it yeah, quick. I exactly. mean, like... I've said it before, but maybe not in this way. Like my financial hero is not Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm not thinking like, oh, I wish I could be like, I want right, to be right. like Jimmy, the guy that runs our car repair place here yep. in town. You know? We love Jimmy. It's just like, I love the mom and pop. I don't know. I feel like we, maybe we can help start it. The mom and pop version of businesses is like the American dream. Him and his wife run a little car repair place. His kids who are now in their 20s. Work there. His two sons now work there and they'll probably take over. You know, they work hard. They do all the work themselves. His wife... Takes the phone calls and runs a front. Yep. They own the place that he owns. They own the building. Yeah. I mean, he's never going to get rich, but he seems to enjoy what he does. He's a good guy. People love him. We love him. I mean, it's like, and and it's something where he controls, he's like the master of his own destiny. Yep. And it looks like he is, I mean, to me, he's like the most wealthy person I've ever seen, you know? He works with his family, yeah. like they enjoy each other's company. <laughs> that's that's what I love. And I guess especially people our age and younger, I feel like there's just different talk. It's like you said, it's about like how do I get investors and how do I make something and flip it and just like no, just make something of value and make it part of your life and keep and it grow it. Well, look, I've heard I've heard of other people that I know who are like, "Oh, I want to build this business, whatever it is, some retail business, some whatever, anything." And they're like, "And then I'll sell it in 5 years." And I'm like, <laughs> "Why bother?" Right. What? Yeah. Why even bother? Right. Yeah, it's like the exit strategy from the beginning is to cash out. I mean, right, which I is, guess, I don't know. It's a different kind of business. I don't understand that. Maybe that's smarter. Like I always, <laughs> maybe I always want to like give room to like, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. just as us putting our own money into things. I want something that's 
valuable that will continue to grow in value as we grow older, right. you know? So people are wondering, what podcast is this? What are we... I thought this was about eBay. So eBay, mm-hmm. our eBay business, mm-hmm. our eBay business is a pipeline. I've said yeah. that before. That's kind of my shtick. So if I was like a guru, that would be... The pipeline! Jay's pipeline business, you know. Trademarked. How to build a pipeline. You know, the, the value of our eBay business is not the end of individual items we sell. Yeah. It's the fact that we over time have built this like yeah. process, yeah. a system where we can sell anything we scavenge, you know, anything. Things we go to the uh, thrift store, put it in the pipeline. Yeah. We go to an auction, put, put it in, in the, the pipeline. Find you know? it in the garbage. Yeah, put, put it in, in the, the pipeline. pipeline. You know, someone gives us something, it goes in the pipeline. <laughs> like it's just all Christmas the pipeline. Christmas presents, put it in the pipeline. And that's really... The value of what right. we've and I would process. never sell that. Yeah. I mean, because it's a valuable asset to us yeah. that will I mean we could as long as people keep buying stuff online, this is something that's gonna make us money for the rest of our lives. Forever. Yeah. Like yeah. if you were to ever die before me, I would be the guy going to the post office with oh, an item. On. Look, YouTube videos, figure it out. And they putting st- in I just put stamps <laughs> on. It'd be like 82 stamps It's like on when the you front. get those things from I'd be eBay. Like, and like, I'd be licking each one. You're like, I bought these stamps at a <laughs> at a auction. But I could keep doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. Not like that. I mean, you know. Yeah. And look, our rentals, the way we see it is, is like these rentals are like a destination for people to come to. Right. You know, Uh And I think we give people good value and style and, you know, and that's what makes them valuable. And that's why it takes so much work to get to that point, because you want it to be a sustainable, I mean, it's not, it's not passive income, but it's passive-ish. Like we figured out, we figured out what our process is, just like eBay. It's sort of like a pipeline in a way. And you're like. Yeah. This is what people need. This is what they always need. They have a one-year-old. They need these things. Right. Like, they have a dog. They people need these things. love the pack and play. They right. love that pack and play and the high chair. Um, you know, so you're like, I figured that one out. You know, it only took right. a year. I guess I'm just saying this because I know we both have that evil voice in our head that's questioning if we're... Do we spend too much money right. investing right. in these things? Is it too much time? Is it too much time? Like we see other yeah. places that aren't as cool and they're doing fine and you're like... And I just want to remind people, no. no. If you're doing something that's paying your bills, helping you buy your time, and you enjoy it and other people seem to enjoy it, then you've reached the pinnacle of business. Like that... Yeah. There's nothing else to do. You've done it. Like you've won. You like, win. That's it. You win. It's not making millions of dollars. I mean, if you want to, if try. your goal is making millions of dollars, do not listen to this podcast. Do not <laughs> turn we, it off. We right are not now. the. We are not the how to make a million dollars. Turn podcast. it off right now. We are how to sleep well at night and not no have to clock. wake up with an alarm clock podcast. That's the podcast. You know. Um, Just a reminder. So. Some of this came about because of an article that I read that we shared on the community forum. Uh, yes. It was in the New York Times. It's about, I don't know, there's this thing where there are now these funded companies buying up 
Amazon listings. What? So, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's like, uh, and it feels like it's like peak craziness to me where, you know, you'll have like a guy who gets investors and then they go on Amazon and they're like, who's the top item for like spatulas? Barbecue tools. Whatever. And they find that guy and he's selling, you know, $100,000 of spatulas a year. And they go to that guy and be like, we'll give you X amount of dollars if you sell us that brand. You know, the Like the Amazon, catalog yeah, page. Right. And so... And guys are doing it, you know, so people like me and you who have built up they like an Amazon, out. they get, you know, I don't know, some guy said he got paid in the l- low six figures for like a dog carrier that he had created and had built in I mean, I guess China. that's like selling a company, yeah. right? Yeah, I no, mean, no. It's kind of and like so a company. I guess now the interview was about these guys who are like, yeah. I just think of things that I think will be popular. I make them popular and then I sell that thing. And that's like the whole business. That's so cool. It's so out of that my wheelhouse. That is the craziest yeah. thing I've ever heard of. Um, but it makes sense. It also just seems like a cycle that can't last forever because they talk about the things that they're doing. And basically everyone, you know, you go to China, yeah. you find like a manufacturer yeah. and they're making a thing and then yeah. you just stick a brand on it. You yeah. Know? Any name. Yeah. Like, I think we bought some lamps the other day that had some wacky name, and you're like, same thing. Right. And so, it's just a factory that's making lots of lamps, and then someone's just buying a bunch and putting a brand on it. I could buy those same lamps and put a brand on it, too. It's just, who is the better marketer? Who can get it high enough on Amazon? It's just so... What do you call it? Peak capitalism. (laughs) It's like, like, when's this going to crash? It's just like late stage capitalism capitalism where like no one's actually... You're like buying listings on an online service, not making anything. On the uh, forum, people were talking about, yeah, there's this weird cycle where a guy goes to China, finds some spatula, (laughs) puts a label on it, is a good marketer, sells it on Amazon... I buy it because it looks really good online. Yeah. I get it. It's, it's actually garbage. Garbage. I donate it. It goes into a bin <laughs> that goes to one of these like Amazon <laughs> return stores, yeah, right. and then someone else buys it and then resells it, it's and just then like, it's just it's just like this spatula will never go. It's just like this low quality junk. You know, I don't know. I just it just seems like a weird. If I'm talking to people of my generation, yeah, I'm just like, this is not the way. Like, if we right. want to be patriotic right. and American, right. like, not. we need to build this country. I mean, I feel like a crazy person now, but it's just like, how can we keep, like, this is a weird way to run a world, you know? Well. But I don't have to run the world, right? No, you don't. I have to, to run our own. We have little, a tiny, tiny little, tiny little world yeah. here. Why do I stress about this stuff? Well, why can't I just be like I don't care what anyone does? I don't think you stress over it at all, actually. It sounds like I am. Yeah, but you don't. Um, you think about it. You're like, what is this? It's I didn't just even, so look. It, I have so much stuff I'm doing. I didn't even read that article. Yeah, <laughs> like it just, what? It's just confusing to me. Yeah, and, it's crazy. And who knows? I don't know. Okay, let's talk about our numbers. This is reality. This is eBay reality. This is what I'm about to tell you is what keeps the police from coming to our house and, and taking our house. You away. mean the sheriff, not the like sheriff. the actual police? <laughs> the police are like, get out. Mortgage company said we so. sold 43 items. Mm. 
That sounds right. Last week we sold 42. Uh oh. What does that mean? And are the numbers exactly the same? No, they are. Okay. Our gross sales, <laughs> be, including shipping and eBay fees and taxes, $2,593.22. We had some high dollar sales. Yeah. We had a few high so dollar sales. So we had sales. good. Interestingly, though, this is the real number, the net number, after you take out the fees, shipping, net, taxes. Net, net, nothing but net. $1,565.71. It was like $1,000 of fees and taxes and shipping. Crazy. Well, yeah. What? I know, right? Uh, Some of these were, okay, high dollar items, which I will okay. say this, we paid full price for because we were going to use right. and I just resold So them. things we sold. Yes. There's a format to all of There's this. There's a format. Ryan, don't jump ahead. So we sold two new-in-box fans, like ceiling fans that we were going to put in our cafe. But we didn't need them. We sold two of them, uh, which is great for like, I don't know. $200 four, each? Yeah, so like 400 bucks. And the uh, shipping was expensive because they were heavy. And then we sold a chandelier, new-in-box. So we also we used three in our cafe. And we and didn't need four. the fourth we, one. We sold that. That was great. That was 375 375 So it's like, you we know, was, I got my money back, basically. Well, we actually sold each one for more than we bought it for. That's which true. Which is nice. But I do wonder if... Yeah, our fees seemed really high. It was mainly the selling costs. I wonder if the Final higher value fees. Yeah, the, the I I wonder if the higher dollar item you pay more in final value fees. So. Well, because uh, well, see that's why when you say oh we sold them for more than we bought them for, well those that covered the fees. I mean, sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, but like uh, so, I don't know if anyone cares about this. Our selling costs were eight hundred and seventy one dollars, so it was thirty three percent of our total sales. Last week, it was 21% of oh, our total like, sales. So it was 12% more. I don't know. Uh, God, eBay. Our shipping costs were 250 bucks. so... <laughs> Look, that chandelier yeah. was large. Yeah. Um, and by chandelier, I mean it was a metal, you know, mid-century style atomic. So it folds up. It wasn't... It was metal. It was... But it was long. Right. Um, those two fans were heavy and going across the country. So they're... You know, what they paid for shipping and what I had to pay for shipping was expensive. Right. Um, so, you know, there's and, stuff like that. And the taxes and government fees were 156 bucks. Yeah. Um, it is really interesting. I, I feel like I'm surprised there aren't, like, articles about it. I mean, eBay and Amazon go from no taxes... Yeah. ...to suddenly taxes... And so some government somewhere, state or county, or is getting $156 from us and from Everybody. tens of thousands, That's hundreds of dollars. I wonder if coffers are like filling up with money from all these online sales. I, I find that interesting. Like I know there's a pandemic and taxes are probably down for localities, but I feel like Taxes like from taxes. online sales. I feel like that's like a big yeah. fire hose of money. You're like, where way. where are the numbers of like eBay yeah. and Amazon paying the states? Like, I want to see those numbers. Yeah, that's got to be public info. No, I don't know. I don't know. Someone out there knows. Um, yeah, and then we just sold a bunch of knickknacks and oh doodads like and vintage I love it. hardware. Right. Like, just right. yeah. But I mean, stuff that's. Cool. Like we were yeah, actually, yeah. I think one reason why we had a bit of a rant this morning was that we were looking through rant. other rentals in our area. Yeah. Just kind of 
a rental world is exploding. Yeah, like who, who, who else is out there? And right we're looking now? at all these places, and we're looking at how people are designing them. And yeah. like we looked at one place where the person had like a table in the front room. Yeah, with like brass candlesticks which is so funny to me because that's what we sell look like when we went to the auctions we bought like whatever several truckloads of auction stuff over the summer i swear at these two auctions they were like get every brass candlestick put it on one table and we won that table because i keep opening boxes my poor helper, he's like, more brass candlesticks. But, but I'm people, like, buddy. But, people but this buy is them. why. Yeah. So so this is a good example. Um, this person was like, polish them all up. They're all different sizes, different. And they look cool on yeah. that table. So I'm like, that's exactly why someone's buying these. To yeah. mix and match, you yeah. know. It doesn't matter who right. made them or whatever. So I feel like more and more of what we sell is that kind of stuff is designy yeah. stuff you eclectic know? mix yeah. and match right. vintage people doing it for their own house but anyway, yeah which I'm, is cool look that's I'm what i love to, happen. i love to sell that stuff yeah i love it i think it's cool uh scavenge of the week people aren't gonna really care about this but i care we sold these pews if you care they care we sold we I, we bought these old pews church pews that we thought we we're gonna put in our coffee shop they're actually kind of low quality and not in good shape and, and they're really, huge just didn't really fit 12 you know? feet long so we finally we we're trying to find someone to buy these things finally we found a local person her grandson came and bought them great i loved it because we got a big chunk out of our storage building we they've been taking up room for six months yep and um so that was a huge deal yeah he came with his truck and it was so funny because you loaded it up with him in his truck and he's like these are huge yeah. we're like we told we told whoever we were talking to online so glad that they were going <laughs> for 12 foot long people. so i'm trying to protect this area i know you're like see don't if put we can't put more stuff there so it's yeah. good but the good news is because we are now opening up this coffee shop soon a lot of stuff is going over there, right. so I'm just trying to like yeah. weed stuff yeah, out. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's really nice. And then our porch has now become little, like <laughs> launching. Like, it's a launching pad. It's a launching pad of stuff that needs to get sold now on like Facebook. Yeah, stuff is on, some yeah. stuff is. On. And we learned that I learned that from people on this podcast. Yeah. Who said you can sell big things on Facebook? And it's true. Yeah, you don't Local get a whole pickup. lot of money, but you know, like. Garden gnomes and we sold a <laughs> giant. What do you the call wind it? Wind chime. Wind chime. It was so heavy you could barely pick yeah. it up. It was like four foot tall. I'm like, whoever your neighbor is is gonna, is gonna hate you. But, what do yeah. we get? Fifty bucks for that? Yeah, it was good. Um, I think we got it from the same person that had the pews. We got yeah. like a bunch of stuff from her. Yep. Um, so that's funny. Customer issues. This is us being a customer. Yes. So. I wanted an iPad. Yes. We don't allow ourselves to buy new things. <laughs> you had an iPad and it broke. Right. I had an old iPad. It Jay broke. breaks everything. It broke. <laughs> and so we're going to get an, a, a new to me one. Yeah. With like a 2013. Yeah. Like a, yeah, it was an fine. iPad Air. I don't do a lot on it. It's fine. It's, I love it. It's we really love basic. a deal. We love value. So nowadays, yeah. I, I feel like. The electronic world is changing so yeah. now there's like these electronics resellers where I don't know if they're buying these things out of like 
big Amazon return bins or if they're buying them like on Craigslist from individual people for like 10 bucks. And it should be their business to like get the thing, clean it it up, get it ready. So we had to buy two from two different sellers because each one that came, it was like locked, had, you know, a iCloud locked, iCloud lock. And when we would, you know, say like, yo, what's up? They'd be like, oh, just return it, just return it. You know, so that happened twice right. in a row, right? From people, like you said, in quotes, <laughs> professional electronic sellers. That's all they sell. Right. So you had one job. You had one job right. to make sure this wasn't iCloud locked. Right. So. The moral of the story is I bought from an individual right. who was selling their own iPad so I could say, did you sign out of iCloud? Right. Is this ready for a new person? They said, yes. Right. So we found an eBay seller that didn't have a lot of feedback. You know, They were like, selling their own clothes, right. stuff like, like that. And the name of the store isn't like Electronics R Us. Right, right. Like, it's just you like, know, uh, you know. Where... And yeah, and so you, and so we got it. It was in good shape. It was cleared. They even sent a free case. They sent us a case. It was, yeah. you know, her her own her own like case that, case that it was that in, which was great. It. it was great. So I think that's a moral of the story for us is like from now on Individual is to sellers. avoid these like electronic wholesalers because I wonder if a lot of these are because I see them now. Guys are buying, like, they bid on... A huge lot. Whatever. A Gaylord of returned electronics. electronics. Or I see it on eBay. When I'm searching for stuff like this, they're, like, 25 iPads, just various as is. And they, like, power test them. They're like, oh, it turns on. I'm sure it's fine. And And then then, these guys get on. And then they know if there's a problem, just send it back. Send it back. Who cares? So that was a pain because that took, like, a month. Yeah. To get you an iPad. Whatever happened to the American spirit? In the uh, in the old days. Yeah. Uh, That's our theme for today. <laughs> Before the pandemic. Yeah. Okay, let's take calls that came in this week. You can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Hi, Jay and Ryan. I wanted to tell you and your listeners a little story. You know how um, when you go out thrifting, you might be on the lookout for things that family members like. Like I like to look for things that have moons on them because my daughter loves moons. Well, anyways, last week she asked me before I went out if I would keep an eye out for Crocs. I said, sure. She said, Mom, I'd like yellow Crocs, size 8, traditional style and I said gosh I haven't ever seen a yellow croc and I said but I'll I'll keep an eye out so I went out and I went to one thrift store and kind of forgot about what she had said and I went into a second thrift store and I wasn't even looking at shoes I walked back to the glass shelf which I generally never look at and behind all the glassware was a pair of you guessed it yellow crocs size 8, traditional style. They looked like they had just been thrown there by someone. They didn't have a price on them. And I was just thrilled. I brought them home to her. And when I gave them to her, we noticed there was a little, Crocs have little charms on them. It was a little moon 
charm on it. That's what she loves. Have you ever had any experience like that? It was fun. Okay, that's very specific. What does it mean? That is very Pyramids. specific. Aliens. Uh, Illuminati. Look, we, I, I, I love that. That's, I think, being a scavenger, I think that a lot of us are the same way, where yeah. instead of like, I want like a new kitchen knife instead of like just buying a new kitchen knife online you put it in your mind and you keep an eye out for and it and you just keep an eye out for it and then suddenly you go to an auction or a thrift store and you find like a cool yeah. vintage like really good knife for like five dollars it might yeah. take you a month it might take you a while um that i mean that is like that was the beginning of our scavenging where we would be like well we need this thing um, let's put it on our list, you know, in our mind. And then as we're looking, right. I, I, we still do that. Or what I like is kind of, if you open yourselves up to the possibilities, yeah. I'll be like, I need a new, a winter coat. Right. And instead of like having a specific image in my head of the one I want. And then I go on online and buy that specific one. Right. I'm just like, I just need a coat. And then I'm out in the world and I find like a cool vintage winter coat but that I could have never imagined and it's better than i thought it could be yeah you know? exactly like uh, um and and you save a lot of money too it's yeah it's that's like probably what started our career here yeah. you know was yeah. like oh we need a couple things for the household and here they are yeah they're cheap yeah. someone didn't want them right yeah but that yeah. specific i don't know if i've ever i think that's a cool anything. story yeah that's i don't specific. know if, i don't know if there's some mystical Scavenger elf magic. Crocs. Yeah. Magic Crocs. Crocs. Hey, Ryan and Jay. It's Liz Langsteiner from Columbia, Missouri. I'm reaching out to you in the scavenger community. I need some help. Recently, Craigslist ended its relationship with Yard Sale Treasure Map. That's the app that I use for finding garage sales nearby. And I rely on that app because I find great things at my yard sales. But Craigslist is no longer working with Yard Sale Treasure Map. It's done. So I'm looking for a new app or a new great way to find yard sales. Hopefully somebody will mention on the forum or bond by phone. Thanks, Ryan and Jay, for everything that you do. You guys are awesome. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah, uh, other people were saying the same thing about Yard Sale Treasure Map, you know, an iPhone app, or I'm sure Android too, where, you know, it it's, makes a lot of sense. You're like, it would aggregate data. Here's where I live. Show me all the yard sales in my area. Yeah. And I guess Craigslist ended, you know, they give access to their API. Yeah. Um, and they denied that access to the guy that makes that app, and so he can't get that information anymore. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Someone on Reddit said it was because Craigslist finally launched a mobile app, an oh. official mobile app, okay. which you're like, what year is it? Why right. did it take them this long? Because yeah. um, people made Craigslist apps forever, and right. they all, to me, were horrible. Right. Um, so... Yeah. yeah, that sucks because Craigslist is – his philosophy has always been, like, free and open. So it's strange to Craig, me. Yeah. Craig, Craig. Yeah. Um, Craig Newmark. Newmark, yeah. yeah. Um, the, 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 the founder. Yeah, the founder. Craig, right. Craig, Craig of Craigslist. Uh, so yeah. I find that strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think for us, when we were doing 
yard sales like going hardcore on them I know for us that we would have to look in the paper because a lot of people weren't around here yeah weren't they didn't know how to put stuff online but I mean this is four years ago so I think that has probably changed much more yeah I don't know does Facebook that's the obvious question does Facebook have listings for yard sales yeah Yeah. I mean and, and you know and going back to the last caller i mean a lot of it too i just enjoy the serendipity of a yard sales like where you just drive it by and we're driving around doing things and then like i see a yard sale and you pull and over with my terminator eye i spot one item yeah in the yard where i'm like that's what i want and i go get it i think that's harder for people who are like i source at yard sales yeah. and i can't just like drive around forever no, you know yeah. what i mean so yeah it, if anyone knows of another app or another... Especially if you're in an urban area, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hey, Jay and Ryan. This is Marty in Santa Barbara County, California. I really loved your last podcast. It came to me at the perfect time because I was starting to get a little down on myself. Someone at work got a promotion. My manager knows I don't want the promotion. Yet, my ego was bruised. And I thought to myself, why am I wasting energy on this? It's not what I want. So I think after hearing... What Jay said in the last podcast, it just made me think, you know, I can't be hard on myself. I can't judge other people and I can't compare myself to other people. And I may not have what it takes in me to do a full-time eBay business, but I'm not going to get there doing three or four listings a week. For me, I know (laughs) that's not going to cut it. So over the past year, I've been spending more time prioritizing and more time and money on things that are important to me and less on the things that are less important to me. And I just feel like that. And, you know, my stats, I said I was going to do seven listings that one week and I did seven. Now this week I've said I'm going to do seven, so I have to do seven. You know, I'm just in my mind, I have to do seven. And I feel like that's a step in the right direction for me. But it was really good the way you said it. And I really appreciate you saying that because it helps me as a part-timer feel a little better about myself all right good luck on the coffee shop and thanks for all that you do talk with you soon bye i love marty so he joined our forum i don't know i even forgot when like in the past year or so and you know like on our forum i don't know any of these people and people right. have like weird handles so i don't sometimes <laughs> like, even know their names i'm it? assuming his name is marty uh yeah, right. <laughs> but you know i feel like i get to know them when they just post about their their life and their ebay store and he's like the little engine that could yeah like we're all so behind him i mean like i'm checking out what he posted a week ago where you know, we all like to share our numbers just yeah. to kind of keep ourselves honest and just help each other show yeah, what, what's real. Store. His he has sixty items in his store. Like he 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 struggles right with as we hear. selling because he has a full time job. I think yeah. he has a family. I mean that's you know, a lot. You know, so he sold like three items. You know, for one hundred and thirteen dollars. That's great. Three but, items for that much. But you know, oh, that's great. He says his goal is to do seven items right. a week. He says I achieved it. Seven yep. items. Yep. You know, and that's really. You know, that's what we can do for each other. And that's really the thing is like, right. figure out a goal. Right. Is it, you know, for us, when we started, we were like, this needs to be our full time. Yeah, income. like hardcore. We're doing 20 items a day. Right. But that's just because we were two people full on, you know, Paying he's for like, house renovation. for my part time right. business, I'm okay with seven items, right. you know. Um, 
And that's fine. And he shouldn't judge, like, feel bad because we do 20 items a day. Like, just do what you do and make yourself feel good. Make the money that you need and you're a success. I mean, I want to say this. Like, everybody compares themselves to everybody else. Like, we'll see people on the forum come on and they'll be like, I sold 100 items and I made $8,000. And you're like... I don't even know, I don't even know how to do that. Like I just, so, so, so everybody compares themselves to other people. When you said we were looking at other rentals today, I mean, I, the subtext is I'm comparing, I'm comparing myself to those other people because I actually know several of them Mm -hmm. and I'm like, how did they, how did they do this? Like, I, I looked... How did they afford How that? did they... Number one, how did they afford it? Uh, when did they have the time to do this? Um, they got this up so quick, like, right. compared to us, you right. know, you're comparing yourself to this other people. Right. So, exactly what you just said really hit home for me, because that's how we started the day, where we were right. looking at other places, and we were like... Are we doing this wrong? Or even that article in the Times where people are like... Are we doing this wrong? Are like making Amazon postings... (laughs) And selling them for $100,000. And and making, yeah, six figures and then doing it again. I'm like, are we the dumbest? Like, am I just like... But again, I have to remind ourselves... My, I think our goal is not like how much money in our bank account. I mean, look, right. money's important. Right. right, money's an important. Only tool. people with money say you don't need money. You, <laughs> you need yeah. money. I get it. Yeah. But at some point, the game isn't how much money. Like, yeah. What are you gonna do? At with some it? point, it's like I have enough money to right. do everything I want. So what are you gonna do? It's more about like how do I feel about my life, right. and that's important right. to me. Other right. people like I don't care how I feel. I <laughs> To me, it's yeah, important because yeah. I don't know. I'm a weird guy, and I have trouble sleeping. And if I don't feel good about my life, I don't sleep. And, that's and then I feel thing. yucky. Yeah. So I don't know. It, yeah. I, I think you know if I think that might be what Marty was talking about. How he appreciated what I said, and that's just something I say too. It's myself all the time. I just gotta, I gotta watch that comparing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that jealousy. Yeah. Like that. It, it's real in everyone. I mean, everyone feels it. I can identify w- yeah. w- with other people. Like, oh, like I can acknowledge, yeah. like I can borrow things from people, but I don't have to compare. You know? Right. Right. That's exactly. Okay. Let's coffee talk real quick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, those are all the calls. We're so close. To open up this Okay, we're, I don't even want to talk about that part. Okay. We have new labels, a new design. Right. It's okay. beautiful. We have a limited edition natural Costa Rican coffee that we're selling. Cedral. Cedral. Yep. Um, it's, I'm about to drink some right now. Yep. It's amazing, special. We only have one raw bag of it. Right, so we bought... It's funny you say raw. We was green beans. Yeah, because if I say we have one bag, people think I have one bag of roasted beans. No, I have like a hundred and fifty pounds sack of green beans. Yeah, it's gonna be. And once it's gone, it's gone. It's gone. So if you'd like to try this light uh, roast, yeah, I think we have seventy-five pounds left, so it's going fast. So I've been roasting it. You can go to broadporchcoffee.com if you want to support us and our partners. Buy some coffee. Buy some delicious. I will ship it to you. Don't just give me money. Get something for get something for it. Yeah, that's right. Some good coffee. Yeah. Okay. But we are close to opening. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you when. And and our lives, our life will change forever. 
It will. It absolutely It's will. funny. Real quick, we, we were on the Greenway. We we have like this walking path. Three miles. Through our town along a creek. It's, it's beautiful. Like, it's really gorgeous. And especially springtime is here and everyone's got their little dogs and we know all the dogs' names. <laughs> Sadie, Snicker. <laughs> Snickers, uh, Toby, Toby, Mocha, Mocha so Coco. I don't know people's names. I know all their dogs. <laughs> anyway, I saw this guy. Yeah, he's on. He he was like a town politician for a, a long while. time. Yeah, and I've never really met him. I've kind of talked to him some. He knew who we were. <laughs> he goes through the coffee shop. He goes. Yeah, I know. Of you. Yeah, so, oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, people, we're putting ourselves out there. Yeah. People are going to judge us by this shop. It's going to make us or break us, Ryan. Uh. Hopefully it makes <laughs> us because I don't have energy for it to break it's us. It's just funny. Small town life is definitely much different than if you're doing something in a big urban area where yeah. there's like a million restaurants and cafes and it's just yeah, another nobody. one. Like, this is like people are like waiting yeah, see. every day yeah. people drive by and honk and yell. <laughs> Not joking. Wait, open the shop. There's a guy. Uh, I kind of know him because you do kind of know. Him. We gave him cell phone Craigslist. Like I had some old, uh, some old uh, insulation. Oh, that's who it is. The insulation. This guy. old redneck. He's a really nice guy. But every time he drives by, he says, "Where's that GD coffee shop?" <laughs> it's I swear. Okay. Okay. This package is ending in three, two, one. Bye. Bye.